Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone welcome to kb's community i am here today that was a very long clap i am here today with jordan kellogg what's up y'all? i'm gonna give him a clap <laughs> oh jordan what's up what brings you here today well why what are we talking about and like <laughs> what do you feel like getting off your chest Oh, I'm here. Just I just wanted to be on the the channel. To be honest, if I want to be real with you, <laughs> okay. Like, uh, I love the the stuff that you're doing. I know we talked about it. You were gonna come and do this, and I'm like, oh, this it's been good. So mm. you know, we talked about it. I'm like, hey, if I can get a slot in, yeah, I'd always be down to to come on. So. And I actually I talked to you about it before I even started it. I believe yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. It's because I ran into you everywhere. I went for a few weeks. So yeah, we were just there. Yeah. Up, like, oh, bring this in. And I know you did the music and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, and come in, do the podcast. Cause I think it's a different thing that Milwaukee, there's a few people that do it already. Um, but I always feel like there's, you know, artists always want to be talked about or creatives in general. So yeah. And you being an artist too, I think it's a different lens that you bring to those conversations. So no, I thought it was really good. I saw the first couple and yeah, when we set this up, I'm the, I'm here to talk about well, whatever. I love, I'm, that's why I'll be here. <laughs> cool. Um, that's what I like to hear. But so, why don't you first of all tell us what you do creatively and what you do in like the local music scene? Yeah. Um, I've always done music. Like I've always been around music throughout my life. Uh, but moved to Milwaukee in 2018. Or sorry, 2014. Graduated in 2018. Started doing music stuff then. We opened a studio and all that stuff then. But started a podcast and did that for a little while. But then now I work with MK Expanded. Um, I am the director now of MK Expanded. Uh, started off as the wow, A&R. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's a come up. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's a promotion, it. right? Yeah. It's a, it's a step up. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I want to take, take over. There's more more outlets and more things that we want to do overall with MK Expanded. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, where Mocha thought about, owner of MK Expanded, if they don't know, uh, thought that it could be a good step up. So um, I don't know if I, I, it's not released yet. We'll be making a whole release about that soon. But I've always been part of the team for the, since 2020 and working with all the artists and already working at our shows. So um, it was nice to now just, Hopefully do more. Take yeah. what I know in my world and expand it. Awesome. <laughs> what year did MKE Expanded start? 2018. Okay. Um, and I didn't know about it. Well, I knew about it. I heard about it. 
you know, just being around what we thought was the Milwaukee music scene. It mm-hmm. was really just a small part. And then we learned that it was a lot bigger. But I saw MK Expanded shows in 2018 and heard about them for the last couple of years and started with them in 2020. Okay. Very cool. So um, what made you want to start working with MKE Expanded? You know, I, well, I just wanted to do stuff in music in general. Um, I always just wanted to be part of music, whether it's making music or be on the business side of it. Um, and I had known about MK Expanded. I didn't I did not ever think that I was going to be a part of MK Expanded, to be honest. Um, just I knew about them and I was going to support them, uh, but ended up doing a video on my YouTube channel um, and brought up Mocha, uh, talked about her brother KGZ Japan, um, a great artist. And yeah, just talked about that, showed love. And then we just kind of connected from there. And I wanted to do stuff with music. I wanted to work with artists and MK Expanded, Mocha. That was what she brought to my my plate. It was like, hey, you can work with artists, reaching out to them and talking with them. That's dope. I'm not from Milwaukee, so it's like, and I had a love for the Milwaukee culture yeah. and the scene. So I was like, oh, this is the perfect way to expand my network and yeah. meet new people from the city. Do you feel like it helped you build your connections? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Um, I feel like I wouldn't know half the people that I know without doing what I have done with MK Expanded. It's mm-hmm. got my face out more. And uh, yeah, appreciative of all the relationships that's come from that and people that I knew. Because like I said, I was doing videos not even in Milwaukee. And so I didn't have a, a new artist here. I knew a, a bunch of artists, but not personally. Yeah. And now I had their, like, I called them. I had their Instagram. We've right. talked before. So it was kind of like being a fan from afar and getting to know, like, these artists, even though we're not celebrities or any sort. To me, it was like, oh, sh- shit. Yeah. I don't know if I can swear or not, but uh, <laughs> I was like, dang, I get to now know these artists and they know me. So I always thought that was kind of cool. Still, yeah. Still a fan at heart. Yeah, that's really cool. So for our listeners who don't know what MKE Expanded is, can you explain what you guys do? Yeah, so MK Expanded, we were event planning, marketing company. So we've uh, been doing shows since 2018. Uh, we've been doing that. Company Brewing, Cactus Club, uh, Brady Street Fest back in the day before I was there. Um, we try to do DigiFest during the pandemic. So like a, try to do a virtual uh, concert for people. So uh, we just do a lot of different shows, but also working with artists specifically on their like marketing and helping them uh, get bigger because a lot of artists are creative and making music, but might not have the best way to marketing or networking themselves. And right. If you want to get big or you want to get noticed, that's a, a big part of it. Absolutely. Marketing is is completely necessary. Yeah. And yeah. we know that no artist does it on their own, right? There's no artist in the industry that's ever just done it solely on them because it, it takes a lot of work. It takes right. a lot of people. And so um, we want to be able to do that with other artists. And we're opening, uh, dropping after probably when this drops or when people see this, uh, MK Expanded will be also having a our label working with artists uh, we have three artists that we're going to be working closely with to start mm-hmm. off with um, and more information about that i won't take too much of the thunder uh from the big announcement but i i'd tap into that market too to help more artists and hopefully put milwaukee more on the map yeah and that's kind of that's what we need right now because we have all the talent we just don't have the recognition yet yeah and I th- it's hard I, you know Mocha is amazing and she's got her, uh, you know, master's degree done um, working in digital marketing world and worked with labels and worked outside of the state or Milwaukee, which we know you have to make connections outside of Milwaukee. Right. too. We love the city, but uh, getting connections around the Midwest, you know, MK Expanded is not just for Milwaukee, but maybe one day like more for the Midwest because there's a lot of talented people in Chicago and Detroit and also in Minneapolis and you know, how can we connect with them or right. do artists, you know, go out to the West Coast or Atlanta or the East Coast? You know, what works best for the artists? I think it works individually for each artist. So how do you find those networks? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So. We can go for wherever. <laughs> I, mean, I can ask about you and all your music, too. We can, Okay. Yeah. You have questions? I always got questions. Okay. 
in my work, work, I always have got questions in the back of my phone. Right. But I'm this is easy. I'm okay. <laughs> now, I was just thinking more about MKE Expanded. Um, that just seems like a really necessary thing that we need in the city because, yeah, like I said, we have the talented individuals, but a lot most of the individuals don't have full teams behind them and people who are helping them to push things so as an artist your um your attention your resources are split in all different ways right. you know um 10 million different yeah so yeah i believe that it's really a necessary and cool thing that you guys are doing yeah, and we want to help those artists too. You know, like I said, I'm still a fan of artists and I want to see everyone succeed. Um, and if there's anything that we can do to help uh, artists, you know, the ones that want to work with us, uh, we would love that. And, you know, even artists that do it on their own, because I feel like there are artists too that are really DIY, do it at your own and mm. really have the drive to do it. Um, and that's great too. So I want to see everyone, everyone succeed. And I know that's cliche to say, but, uh, you know, I think that helps everyone in the city because there is so I much agree. talent and more eyes on us. And we were talking that one time, there are eyes, there, mm, there are eyes secretly eyes. watching. So again, it's, it's not a matter of if I think it's a matter of when, when it's definitely a and, when. Yeah. So, right. I feel like the eyes that are watching right now are just waiting to see what we do on our own first, because that's right. kind of what the industry has become where you kind of have to blow yourself up a little bit. And then when you get enough recognition, that they see that you're profitable is when they kind of want to take you on. Yeah. Yeah. T taking it seriously. And um, I feel that like I'm not from Milwaukee. So when I dove into Milwaukee music and like started learning about everything, I, I realized that a lot of artists are really putting in the work themselves and yeah. doing all this different type of stuff. And some have right. left and gone other places and made their connections and have done great things. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see all the people that are putting the, the work in that really really want it yeah yeah a lot of us are self-managing right now it seems and actually doing a pretty good job yeah so i'm like yeah i'm i'm proud of the people who are doing it themselves Absolutely. um because yeah it's not easy so yeah. yeah and then you got life too you got a lot of different things exactly you know that mix in with not just making music but also making money and right and most of, most of us are like, not rich so we still have day jobs as well gotta make it work yeah you know? and so that's where you gotta commend it to and that's where i can't wait or to see more documentaries or people to talk about that kind of stuff yeah. that's what i feel like your uh podcast and having those type of conversations about artists you know what it's like to be an artist you know and right. we make music and we you put the sometimes the hardest parts of your life or very personal stuff for other people to judge mm -hmm. your work. And it's like, hey, this is me. This is what I've been through. And that's kind of hard as an artist to do oh, as well. Yeah, that's difficult. And then so you're doing that and then you're getting your recognition, but then bills still are still due. And then you got life problems, you know, with your girl or your man or, you know, family or, you know, life in general. So it's like. I feel like people don't get to hear that story. And I feel that makes people relatable. Right. And I feel like people fall in love with the artists more than sometimes if your music is really dope or, hey, I really like you as a person. I'm going to support mm -hmm. your music. Absolutely. You know? So there's different ways. To yeah, that's it. how fans are built by letting people in a little bit yeah. because you can't be a fan of somebody if you don't really know much about them and really know who they are and what they've been through. Right. right? So people love drake because how vulnerable he is and just talking about that kind of stuff right and you feel like you know the artists nowadays with all the access we get mm. um i would love to see more of that from milwaukee artists like hey show me your studio sessions i want to see you recording i want to see you vlogging like i want to see these behind the scenes make seem cool even if it's like you're just living your life yeah how it is like that would be kind of dope to see from artists because yeah. you see the big artists do it that's we true. Should do it. We not? should. I feel like a lot of people are still afraid of the vulnerability that comes with letting people in behind the scenes. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like you don't know most of these people. And sometimes you don't really know what people's intentions are towards you or if they're going to judge you personally. And, like, I feel like that's part of the reason that people don't 
like sharing their personal lives publicly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're somebody who is trying to be in the public eye, I guess even doing those like just sharing a few moments, I guess, is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, you know, depending on how what your end goal is or like, you know, hey, I want to make music, but do I want to be super hot? Because if you make good music and a lot of people listen to your music, I mean, more celeb more eyes are on you at all times. Right. Um, if you want to be like, hey, I want to make music, but I want to have my core fans and, you know, I don't care about getting mainstream hits. You know, I just want my core people to know who I am. You know, show those core people that re you really love with. Yeah. You know, show them some personal. It doesn't have to maybe be behind the scenes, but show them in different ways. Um, but yeah, if you're going to have more bigger, try to be, I want to be the biggest artist of all time. It comes with a little bit of less, uh, I guess, secure or security or, you know, privacy yeah. in that. So, but I just look as a music fan, I love to see people just make recording and it doesn't it can be the music part but i just like seeing people's in the studio do you punch in this might be a question for you do you punch in do you write your music you know what's your recording process because i'm always curious about that with artists because everyone's so different yeah and so i love to hear that kind of stuff hmm. noted so everybody listen to what jordan is saying <laughs> They want to see your personal lives. Your fans want to see behind the scenes, not your full personal lives. Just show them a little bit of your behind the scenes. Let them in on your process because people love that. And then that's how they start loving you. Yeah, we don't have to do the uh, TMZ shade room kind of stuff. Yeah, right. On that, but, uh, nah, keep it musically and all that stuff. I would just, and that's just from me as a fan. Mm. Know, I mean, take some of my stuff if it works, works. But, you know, as a music fan or as someone that would love to see that, like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool to, to see. Or ask your fans, too. Maybe your fans don't want to see that stuff. Yeah. And they want something else. So Right. So, so, you, so you're saying ask the fans what they want. Give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Every, you got some fans. Like, right. If it's two to three people or if it's 30 to 100 people, like, you have someone that likes your music, ask, ask those people. It right. doesn't matter what the number is, you know. Um, it doesn't matter. The followers do matter. I mean, people want, look at that stuff, the mm. monthly listeners. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie and say as an A&R, I didn't look at follows, engagements and uh, your monthly listeners because that that kind of gives me, are you going to bring out fans, which, yeah. is, which is important, you know, but I've also seen artists that have maybe only a couple songs out bring out a nice crowd because they genuinely mess with that person and want to support them. If you got a lot of song, if you got a lot of fans and a lot of people, reach out to them. I had an artist once uh, give me a call. I didn't even know them. And just randomly on Instagram, just called me and just asked me how I was doing. This is a Milwaukee artist. He just called me randomly and said, yo, what's up, man? Just wanted to check in with you. Never talked to him, like mm -hmm. DM a couple of times. Uh, but he called me, talked with me, and we just chopped it up and we started talking about his music. And I, I was a kind of a fan before that. But ever since then, I'm like, dang. That's really cool. That is like, he really didn't have cool. To, he didn't have to do that, but he was reaching out. He saw that I was liking his posts and his music and just reached out to me. So that made me a fan even more. Yeah. After that. Yeah, that's a really good way to connect with your fans. Yeah. And something extremely personal that somebody's never going to forget. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's cool. Invite them to some shows, you know, like personally, like, hey, I'm coming out. I would love to see you, see you there. Yeah. Just ideas. I don't know. Tips, tips from A&R. I guess so. you, could say that. you could say that. Yeah. So you had a podcast in the past yourself, right? I Some may call it a podcast. I didn't call it a podcast because it was a little different. But okay. A video series of me talking okay. to a camera. What did you talk about? A Milwaukee artist. I thought, you know, I thought I gave a different perspective of Milwaukee music, not being from the city, mm -hmm. um, just being a fan of music in general. And then thinking, yo, these artists are dope. You know, I listen to music from all over the world, every area of the country. And I'm like, yo, this music should be played like that. And I felt like I thought from my friends or people that knew me, because I'm from central Wisconsin, Stevens Point is where I grew up mostly. Been around Wisconsin, lived in Iowa, have family like across the country. And I'm like, dang, I got this network. I got people that I know. 
that never see Milwaukee music, well, I'm a person that knows other people. Maybe my people don't know this Milwaukee music and they like hip hop music. They like rap music. Let me put them on that. So I just thought, let's do that. Yeah. And like I said, I like talking about music. I'm a hip hop rap nerd. Like I will chop it up or debate whatever, whenever. That's just fun to me. And so I'm like, let me just talk about music um, and talk about two artists each episode. So I picked two artists. I would show some of their music videos in the background. Just talk about my personal experience with them. Hey, I listened to their album. They just dropped something. I'm trying to give people who never heard these artists uh, a little bit of taste of who they were. And then I would mix in, you know, one thing that was going on in the culture, like musically, the uh, base that I saw on social media or conversations. And then my second season was during the pandemic. And so I was at home and all that stuff with uh, Black Lives Matter and the protests and George Floyd were going on that time. So, I mean, every episode I would talk about something in that Breonna Taylor, Black Lives Matter, what was going on, just my personal experience with uh, race and ethnicity, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. um, yeah, I just kind of had those parts. I wanted to give that side of me kind of mm-hmm. like we talked about. Uh, give me your side of the stuff and your interviews. Yeah. So. so what is your personal experience with race and ethnicity? I mean, my, you don't have to get deep into it. I'm sure you <laughs> could go on and on, but yeah, it can be long. What is just give us a little bit? No, nah, yeah. I mean, my personal story is long, um, different, not knowing my ethnicity for a long time in my life, my dad being adopted and all that kind of stuff. But uh, being a mixed biracial or multiracial, pretty much like I'm pretty much a lot of different things. Uh, I just see it in a different way. I love, like, I love culture. I love learning about different people. I love learning about, you know, what makes everyone different. Um, even, you know, from where you were born to uh, what you believe in, you know, mm-hmm. we're all, we're not the same. Even if uh, you might identify something, we're all different. Like, and our East Coast and West Coast people are different than us and here. And, you go out to other countries i've been fortunate enough to leave the country uh one or two times and so you know i just love getting to learn about all those different people and that's what makes us who we are yeah and we see our similarities and like a lot of us aren't as different as we may look right and me being who i am i've been able to fit in in like all different pockets of people mm-hmm. you know so i'm um, just where i grew up so i've been very fortunate and yeah i just love learning about people and kind of see that as all different but one still right yeah and i feel like the differences are actually what keep it interesting and exciting exactly you know how boring it would be if we were all culturally the same exactly like that would like what what would be the point of that and it's so much fun like i love uh you know there was time you know i'd go to juneteenth events and then go to the fiesta uh mexican fiesta here too mm. and like i know no spanish i'm not uh latino at all and i love all that kind of stuff and i love going to juneteenth uh the all the cookouts that i've gone to over the summer times like i love milwaukee in the summer i just love it's, it's, it's like a magical place <laughs> and then if y'all ever get to come to a filipino i'm filipino um black and white and you know i love my filipino side and we don't got a lot of Filipinos up here. Uh, Chicago got some in L.A. and California. But if y'all y'all going to love a Filipino party, I would tell you that. Yeah. I promise you that. What would we love about it? Oh, shit. We, the food. Uh, we, we got some delicious food. Uh, we love to drink. So if you like to drink, uh, they like to party, have a good time. We play good music. You know, our culture's mixed already. Um, right you know so it's like we're like the spanish asians so (laughs) you know we got different flavors and all this kind of stuff and it's just a good time Um, so uh, i love partying with that and hopefully we can bring some vibes out here sometime for that that would be cool i think you should look for some type of like filipino association or something in the area and talk to them about possibly doing like a small fest oh we should that'd be cool so it used to be a meat on the street was the only Filipino restaurant that I knew of mm. in Milwaukee. There was like uh lumpia something somewhere, but uh, nah, it was a uh, meat on the street was pretty good de- uh, Filipino food, but I think they closed down and they're doing something else. But okay. UW Milwaukee where I also work, shout out the Panthers. Um, you know, 
they got a Filipino association. They do. Yep. Okay. So I'll be trying to go to their events, try to support them and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Okay. But, cool. Yeah. They need to get in the mix of the uh summer fest, the summer festivals. Oh yeah, no, that'd be yeah, even if it's just like a little park yeah, event yeah. to start off with and try Great. to find like some entertainment and like you said, the couple of restaurants around that serve the food. Yeah, we could do a whole Southeast Asian cool. kind of event and all that stuff that would be we, awesome uh, in may is southeast asian heritage month but uh yeah that'd be kind of cool to do something like be. that all the different food types you know i'm Ooh. full of ideas this is like the idea <laughs> bank right now <laughs> it <laughs> is you know, it is there. well i've been like an event coordinator before yeah um I, i've done everything i've been an event coordinator i've worked in assisted livings as um basically like the activities director yeah uh I've worked with children yeah so you got I a nice a resume as well yes so yes I, so i gotta ask hopefully a and r soon oh yeah i've been telling everybody on the show for a while that that's what i want to get that's the goal yes yeah. hey you know making more connections meeting more people uh is always a good thing again if you know milwaukee music there are a and r's that are looking at milwaukee music mm -hmm. you know? so it's like how do we how do we talk to them? Right. Then, hey, if you need a Milwaukee division, I got you. That, exactly. That's what my hope is exactly. It could be an A&R that really just loves all Milwaukee music. Mm -hmm. That'd be dope. That would be dope. We'll get there. I feel like we'll get there sooner than later because now the ideas are out there. Like we actually are thinking these things now. So I feel like once they become thoughts, it's going to turn into action. So. Yeah. And I know. And I don't know what generation of like, because I, I started listening to I knew Ishtar when I first came to college because he was at UWM like the first semester in 2014. That was the first artist I ever knew. But 2017 is when I started learning more about Milwaukee music. And at that time, I thought the wave was like really hot. Like I was really excited. Like, oh, someone's going to pop them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's six years ago. And I mean, we've done some stuff, but not like what I was hoping that we were in yeah thinking that was could be possible we've been in the incubator for a yeah. while <laughs> it takes time it takes time yeah but i think that like you said it are we the generation to like spark something else and more because i know there's there's some young talent out there too i was like dang you know that's mm -hmm. what i'm also trying to look for who's also the next the young one right you know, the artists that i love now that are making music they started like 10 years ago some of them yeah you know who Who's that person now? Right. Who's got that drive and who's making that music? I want to hear him. I've heard some people, um, but I'm looking for them. Yeah. It's, I've started because of the fact that I go out to shows often to network. Um, yeah. I started seeing some of like the new younger acts, like the 18, 19 year olds, and they're like, they're different. And I, I like it. Yeah. I like what they're doing. Yeah. They got a different They do. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I like it for them. Yeah. Everyone. I'm I'm a little old for it now, but I love it for them. Exactly. And that's what we can appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Soon enough, we'll be the old heads that are hating on the young people. Exactly. Like, like we did with old. So it's always that repeating thing. But uh, yeah, I think everyone's got a space. Like that's what we talked about. Like I feel everyone's got a space. Right. In music, mm -hmm. you know, and you'll have your fans. Like Tyler's creator is different than Lil Baby, and mm -hmm. they got both big fan bases. Right. And they might not cross over, but everyone can. Can he? You just gotta That's find true. those people, right? There's someone for everyone, exactly. And for every artist, there's people out there who will relate to your story and to like you know what you tell through your music. Being on social media, I've realized a lot of us have had the exact same lives. Like right. when they post, like, "Oh, do you remember this?" I'm like, "Wait, you you did that too?" Like, so yeah, you'll see. There's a little, little small. <laughs> there are things I was like, I definitely thought that was just me. Exactly. But it's like, oh, we were all a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> everyone had that little time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, connect. I mean, you never know who's gonna relate to your story, or, right? And change their lives, you know, or impact them. Because we all, you've had music, I bet, that has impacted your lives for the. the oh, better, definitely. Like, hit a chord, and so. Mm hmm. That's what I love music. Right. And then there's songs that will take you back to the exact moment in time oh, that great. a memory know, was right? made, like core memories. Yeah. And that's like music is special. It like helps you time travel, basically. You know, even the people that don't listen to music or say they don't like music. I mean, 
it's in your life in some way like right music is just everywhere and so yeah that's why i work in i work for colleges and i work you know with high school students so there was a time when you know, mps was going to cut some of the art programs too mm, and you know, yeah. that was that was tough uh they didn't um really but you know art is so important i mean creative we talk a lot about music but just being creative in general yeah it's a big thing it is yeah that was a crazy time cutting the art programs and creative programs and music programs yeah. as if that's that's like an essential part of life in my opinion yeah and i feel like it just is all right i think that's what music is in milwaukee just in the culture like mm -hmm. the mps beats you know banging, you know banging on the thing <laughs> that's a, that's just a cultural thing all the yeah. dances you know banging all that stuff in the high schools uh i was you know wave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. um he was telling me that they build like a studio inside their high school like in a room and you can ask about it. i think they went to mesmer um but you know i just think that those things are really cool do they me. know if it's still there he did say some i talked to him and he said if you ask a teacher you ask about them it's either still there or they know about it okay so i don't know if they like did anything i haven't been up there um, in a while but i have to ask them because i'm curious to see that's like a I want there to be someday a Milwaukee hip hop like history book. I think that'd be really dope. That'd be dope too. Who's gonna write it? I don't know. <laughs> you write it, Jordan. <laughs> I'm not a writer. You do not want to see me write. You're it. not a writer. Write it. Ha have a ghost writer. I'm you can sorry, be have the conversation <laughs> with somebody and they write down your ideas and then form it. That's a thing. I'll do the audio book. Okay. I'll do the talk. There you go. Be nice little slow. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? You said you work at UWM, but what like you work with the college students, you work with students who are entering college? Yeah. Um, so I work in higher education, start off as a recruiter, going um multicultural recruitment, recruiting, all that stuff. So those people that went into your high school, like the colleges that went to your high oh, school, I was that's that. you. That was me. Okay. But I did it better than anyone else. <laughs> I will say that. You I seem was, like a salesman. I don't. I'm. Hum, I try to be humble as I can. <laughs> but recruitment, I could. Cause I had to go. I had to recruit for UW Stevens Point, okay. which is, which everyone from Milwaukee thinks is in the middle of nowhere. Mm. You know, up up way north. It's only a couple hours away. But you know, I had to recruit uh, people that came from cities to that area. And it's a different love. It's a different vibe. It is beautiful up there. Um, so students really did love that place, but. Yeah, I recruited for a couple of years, got too much, and now I had to come back home because I graduated from UW Milwaukee. I love it here. I will, I will rep UWM forever. Yeah, but I work with high school students now that are taking college classes. Okay. So it's called dual enrollment, but if you ever took a college class at UWM or MATC, somewhere like that, that was the program that I'm doing. That's so, cool. Yeah. Uh really cool I, I love working with high school students and just talking with them and pretty fun pretty fun to be back yeah that's cool so do you have any siblings i do two, yeah two younger brothers much younger or 23 and 13 okay so i'm the oldest yeah. a bit of an age gap between the younger youngest and yeah you. two brothers and yeah he's my 13 year old brother really cool yeah yeah he likes both of the older brothers he's living by himself now with my parents but he gets to basically be the only child now basically i don't know <laughs> if he feels like it because my other brother's still in madison right now oh, okay uh where they're at and so i bet he gets to come home. i try to go back as much as possible and we be facetiming and all this does he think of. you're cool because of the fact that you're around all the musicians and you work for a college and all that so yeah not, really. not it was cool <laughs> one day like when i was about three or four years ago he was like playing he downloaded like he had garage band on his ipad and he was like playing piano and stuff like that i thought that was really cool because even though i played instruments growing up like to just see him like oh he's doing stuff like garage band and <laughs> could he make music one day that was cool but nah he doesn't uh think about it that much he thinks i'm a cool brother i guess okay you know we're 
and that i think i'm the coolest of the family <laughs> that but of course you do nah he's he's my guy he's my guy was it weird for you um how old were you when your mom was pregnant with it so i would have been he's 13 i'm 27 so i was like 14 13 14 when he was born. was that like were you like oh oh my god you guys are having another kid no, I, I <laughs> you're old i knew what having a kid meant at that time <laughs> right so in my head i was like oh bro uh, but not y'all nasty <laughs> yeah, like, yeah no it was that was a weird part like i thought i was like oh wow we have another kid and i just thought uh you know parents being older and all that stuff like that uh, i was like okay it's cool like mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm cool with having a br another brother i wasn't stressing too much i was thinking more about my family and how they feel and feel okay but no nah, i thought it was cool it was definitely like a nice uh well not pregnancy like a not to have kids i'll just say that <laughs> to be protected i'll say that <laughs> changing diapers doing all that kind of stuff at 14 like oh yeah this is what having a kid that was birth control like. for yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Yep, we just gonna." I got one little brother. I'm good now. Mm. That, so, yeah. But you got older, and then once those after those days, it was fun. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, so you mentioned, I think you mentioned to me that you used to do some DJing as well. Do you still do that, or is that in the past? I still call my. I mean my nickname like jay kells i don't know how i feel about giving myself an artist name really everyone calls me kells i've never gotten like my first name for the longest time so okay i was started off as dj kells um back in school because i was known as the music guy and so i would just make cds for people and uh i dj'd uh our high school prom we had our own prom off campus mm. in high school and that's when i got dj kells so i started off in high school doing that then and then i did in college uh at our studio so now i kind of gave it up okay i still do it here and there for uwm so I'll, i've gotten asked to do it a couple times on campus i'll do it sometime in the fall but there's other djs out there um that know how to scratch and all this mixing i know good music i mm. that's the one thing i will turn up a vibe i will play the right songs at the right time uh but i just don't do all the mixing and all that okay. stuff so if you need someone to turn up and just play music i'll shut it i promise you on that i will shut it down but so if you need a a wedding dj basically. if you need a wedding dj yeah pretty much if you just yeah, you want to play this way through I, I got you i'm like a glorified playlist is what okay that's what i'm a glorified playlist you just keep the vibe going exactly. you got to be a hype man too though you got to oh, be gotta, in the mic come on. like adding ad libs to the songs and oh, all yeah. that if you ever see me if you can't too. scratch you got to be the hype man Oh yeah, yeah. No, you gotta be <laughs> yelling out. You, be, I'll be turning up anytime you see me out. I don't go out too much, but if you see me out in songs that I know, I'll be dancing. Yeah. I don't call myself a dancer, but we can. I'll be vibing out there. Yeah. I'll play you guys, you'd have a good time for sure. Okay. <laughs> so what else? You got any questions for me? I should ask you because I've been asking you stuff for. So I mean, I do want to. I asked the mentioned earlier what's your like writing process like because i know for people like is there a vibe that you go off of when you're in the studio do you always need to be in there writing do you write the song prior do you get the beat like how do you it it depends on who i'm working with so i work with a couple of different producers or and or engineers okay. and i feel like if i go to one of them i generally because he will sit and build the beat with me while i'm there so i'll basically we'll come up with an idea and then he'll start making the beat and then as the beat is going i'll pick up on the vibe and start feeling like what the words should be and so then i'll start writing um other than that, if I go to, you know, Tay is Tay the Don. Yep. So if I go to him, yeah, <laughs> if I go to him, I already have the beat uh, from whoever the beat's from. Okay. So I'll have it written already and then just go in there and play the song. I, and I generally, I'm the person where the first couple takes never sound good enough to me. So I'll tell them to redo it like three, four times until it sounds right to me. 
And <laughs> the, the funny thing is, to most people, it's not going to sound that different. Mm. But what? I've trained my ear. And I, when it's oh, coming yeah. out of me, I know what things should sound like versus what they do sound like. That's why artists are like interesting. Uh, I wanted to be an artist, but like, I don't know if I could do it because we had a studio in college and we had people recording and engineers and some artists. It sounded the exact same to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's no difference to me, but they, I mean, you hear stuff. Right. And you hear your voice and all that. So it is interesting to me. But yeah, if you don't feel comfortable, confident in the take, you're like, all right, we're going to redo yeah, it. Yeah, run it back. You might do it a handful of times. Do you like to layer your stuff too? And I do. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, I didn't do too much layering just because, I mean, I was still learning how to make music. But I definitely feel like layers definitely add like a richness and a depth to it that if it's just a straight flat verse, yeah. it just doesn't have. So yeah, it's definitely like to layer. Who are your influences like? If you had to compare yourself to artists or your influences. Ooh, that's hard because I do so much different like types of music. Yeah. But I would say if I had to pick influences, I'd probably say like her and Janae Aiko and did I even say her last name right? Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. um <laughs> sister, yeah. <laughs> I like Janelle Monet a lot. Um Hmm. Yeah, Janelle's good. Janelle's good. I hate to say it, but Megan a little bit. Oh, little Meg. Little Meg. I like, and I also feel like rap wise, <laughs> rap wise, I feel like I'm more East Coast influenced. Okay. And I actually grew up on the East Coast, and my dad, I grew up listening to a lot of East Coast rap and East Coast hip hop, so I feel like that influenced like my rhyme in yeah. a little bit i can see that yeah 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 the east coast just got a different sound it does yeah i like the east coast i was young east coast kid. yeah i'm the west coast now but how are you west coast oh you mean like sound wise by sound wise i thought i thought you meant you personally are like from the west coast oh, i should be i could have been i could see that i could have been all my family i have had Hello, family out there. So, my I found out later on that my parents could have moved out there. They were asking them to move out there, mm. and they're like, "No, nah, we like the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> could have gotten the sun, right? <laughs> they like six months of snow. It's cool. Hey, I I do love the Midwest. I don't want to live in Cali. Really? I love to visit Cali. I'll go there anytime. But yeah. why? Why don't you? Why wouldn't you live in Cali besides the expense? Yeah, it's. I've been there so many different times. Like, I love. Yeah, it's very expensive there, and you know, for my line of work at the moment, does not qualify for me to live a nice life. I feel you. Know, you. Yeah, if I make a lot of money. Like, hey, that might change, but uh, nah. I, I feel a lot of people are fake out there too. I agree. Um, and out there for themselves, and which is good. Like, I mean, that's cool. But but that is everywhere. The thing I is, in Cali. You get the people from all over the place who have yeah. that mindset that all go yeah. to the same place. Nah, and so now it's a large concentration of people who are out for themselves. Yeah. No one's like my family's from LA, LA mm. area. Like Philippines technically, and then they moved to LA. But nah, there's I've never met like most people I've met out there are not from there. Like, oh yeah, I'm from whatever and move out there. Yeah. You find Wisconsin people everywhere though. That's I was, true. Like, Oh, yeah, we came from Wisconsin and moved here now. It's like Arizona. People love to go now. Arizona and people moving to Houston. People moving to Atlanta. Yeah, Houston was like one of the top three people, like growing cities or something like that. Really? Yeah. Haven't That's been not yet. surprising. That's because you can get like a really nice house for cheap there. Yeah. No state income tax or something like that. Really? I don't know some adulting stuff that I'm trying to, like, you know, is, you know stuff that I've never thought about. They're like, yeah, no state income tax, right? All right. But, hmm. no. All right. Oh, I want to ask you something right. deep-ish. Okay, if if there was one or two things you, one or two things that you want to accomplish on this earth before. Your time is up. What would that be? 
one or two? Yes. What I would want my impact to be? Yes. Um. To be honest, I I just want to impact as many young kids' lives as I can, especially in high school. Uh, you know, I think I I think education is a weapon, not a weapon, but uh, it's something that is really needed. Education and it doesn't have to be necessarily school. There's so many different forms of education right. and ways to learn, but being educated yourself is something that's super important. It and is. so. Uh, I feel like I was fortunate enough and blessed enough to have a lot of uh, great support and people around me mm-hmm. um, to to do that for me growing up. And I definitely failed and didn't do everything perfectly. But um, I wanted I've worked with so many students, um, and they've never had that support yeah. before. And being that support for them is pretty cool. Um, you know, I've had. You know, in education, you don't get paid too much. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, it's not the highest paying job, but the satisfactory of, like, some of the comments that I get to hear of, like, you know, I had a student tell me that no one's given them a shot at anything in life. You were the first one to give me a chance. Aww. And I would have cried right there. You know, like, <laughs> it's just cool to see that. Now I'm, I've been doing it for a while now where some of my students are graduating and they going off like Jordan, I'm going to get my master's degree and all this stuff. And I knew them in high school and I got to hear their stories of how they got to that point and to see them go on. And so my mentors and everything that like my parents as well, they work in education. I mean, they know people that are now married thirties, forties and did X, Y, and Z. And, you know, my parents were able to have an impact on them or, you know, I was able to do something for students that change their lives and their families' lives. Like that's, that's the most important thing to me. So that's awesome. Whatever platform I have, whatever thing like that, I want to give back to to students and helping them, um, especially in Milwaukee. Because I just I, I love working with students in the Milwaukee area, MPS especially. So, you know, yeah, whatever way I can do that, I feel that's my my impact. If people yeah. remember me, is that he, um, you know, care about putting others in front, mm. you know, showing love. That's awesome. Them. So, yeah. you know what? I seem to have a lot of people gravitate into my life who are educators and music lovers at like, but both at the same yeah. time. It's like, a- um, I don't know if you know who Chris Alexander is, yep. who works with um, Hyphen and 889. Yep. He is also an educator. Oh, really? Yeah, he works with um, students and I think he works getting grants for like young men of color. Um, you should tap me in with him. I, 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 def- I definitely will. Yeah. I, I met him once and I have him on Instagram. He is a really good talked, dude. Never... He's good people. Yeah, but he was on here before. And yeah. like that's something we bonded over was a love for music and basically talking about Milwaukee music and being in education. And yeah, so like it's just it's cool because this is really why I have this show kb's i I call it kb's community because of the fact that i want it to be for people who are making a difference in the community whether that be the larger community or the creative community because we're all just in this together we're all interconnected and we can make milwaukee a better place together that sounds real yeah, cheesy, cheesy but it's but true. Exactly. So oh God. <laughs> I, I got the joke. That comment, that. <laughs> that that joke was cheesy. <laughs> I, I work in higher education. I gotta be like that's true. You gotta that. have the dad jokes on that. Yeah, yeah, I can be smooth with it too. I can come back. Right. Um, but no, I yeah, I think community is such an important thing. I mean, that's what, I think I stress that a lot with students, um, especially after the like pandemic and everything like that. You know, everyone was by themselves for a long time right. and so community is so important i think not only uh for students but just i think as a whole city like bringing people together and i i've loved that i've going to the events and so like stuff that we pop out at too and uh just seeing the love and the vibes like it's just good vibes so, yeah you know there's things that uh you know negative things or things that go wrong in every city um but i think the positivity uh outshines that and i want to continue to hey let's shine that exactly bring more people in so right we better together we better together absolutely 
So I love the community aspect to it. And yeah, education and music is a nice parallel. I, it really I, is. I've seen that same thing, which is crazy that you mm -hmm. said that. Like I thought that, but never. And if you think about it, mus musicians have such a impact on children. Absolutely. And can. Absolutely. Like, have you seen Steve the Stoner? Do you see oh, how yeah. much kids actually love him? Have you looked oh. at his videos? Yeah. Like, the kids love that guy. They gravitate towards him. Yeah. Him. So it's like, musicians can reach children but just make sure you're sending them the the right message you know right. and that's what i i mean i would love to see i see conversations about that stuff uh on social media but i see a lot of artists doing like book bag giveaways i saw a milwaukee artist a few years ago doing that stuff like back to school days and giving mm. out books like yeah kids love artists like they music do is everywhere like they just love and they're so much bigger now right like, when we were younger like Music was big, but mm. like, I think it's just a new it's level. It's TikTok and yeah, Instagram and all yeah, of that. Yeah, more access to them. So it's like these are superstars. So if you have artists saying stuff, I mean, it, whatever they say does people listen to it. Exactly, those, that influences kids. So yeah. And then if kids see you out in the community, they're also going to watch how you act in the community. Exactly. And kind of replicate that as well. Exactly. So yeah so basically be a good influence yeah i say that for myself as well i work with kids too so yeah but also be who you are you know absolutely they need to see individuality yeah and that it's okay to be yourself and it's and okay you, to be different and no one's perfect exactly you don't mess up. hopefully you don't mess up like super bad <laughs> right. really bad but like right. everyone make mistakes and everything you know that's where i think people really like that is the and flawed people like that's you don't have to be perfect you know like i don't want to be a role model well, right you don't you might not want to be a role model but with your platform exactly you, people do watch you so you are kind of a role model, right whether so, you chose it or, chose not, it or not you kind of did choose and, it and that's what being a leader is that's yeah. what being a boss is like you're you're gonna take the arrows you're gonna take the bullets but you're also gonna get the shine and the praise exactly. too so it's a a game that comes with it um and so yeah i'll be a leader and you know <laughs> i'm reminded of uh uncle what is peter parker's uncle ben yeah with great power comes great, great responsibility, responsibility. r.i.p uncle ben yeah <laughs> r.i.p uncle ben <laughs> yeah that's true though that's true like yeah that's where it's stress mo money mo problems you know like exactly you, you want to be i want everyone wants to be say they're a boss but mm. do you know what, what comes, comes with, with it. being a boss exactly being your own you know boss your whole life. like it takes a lot it's not easy to do but right um if you got it you know right everyone can have that so absolutely boss right here let's go i'm a boss i'm a boss ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a classic i employ these niggas they be grown man by that little boy these niggas okay that's all <laughs> yeah i don't even remember the, i only know that but I oh know no i know all of it <laughs> i know the whole song that was man, whenever a nigga pissed me off yep. I play it and I rap every word. Was that Vine? Was that before better. Vine? It will, probably was. Yeah. I it was. Mm. It was around. The, I thought it, it might have been around that time, yeah. actually. Because it was viral. It like, was. Yep. What was going viral? Where was it going viral? I don't remember. I don't either. Hmm. All right. You got anything else? Or should we wrap it up? Yeah. No. I, this was fun. It I was. enjoyed it. Uh, good, good conversation. But no, I appreciate you having me on Absolutely. Here. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, we gonna have to. We'll be out. You know, MK expanded. We gonna be around. Mm. I'll be around, popping out. If you ever see me, say what's up. I'm a nice guy. I try. <laughs> but nah, appreciate you having me. And yeah, having a good time today. thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming.